What if business could be fun? This podcast is for people who no longer want work to be a four-letter word. It is a comedic look at the myths of work, life, and balance, where we expose the kind of thinking that sucks your will to live, and we replace it with powerful, easy-to-use tools so that you can shift gears and laugh about it all. The only requirement to listen is you need to be human. Hello, hello, good afternoon. Hi, everybody. I'm so excited. My name's Elaine. If you're new, this is Still Human Podcast. And Kathy Keegan, an amazing coach, speaker, author, amazing woman, and I put together, we decided to do a podcast about all the things people don't talk about, like pulling back the curtain behind comedy and coaching and having your own business. And we want to let go of the shame that women especially carry around business, their websites, the boundaries, the numbers, release the shame and maybe even have fun. So that's what we do. That's why we started this. And now we have these amazing guests we get to talk with. And I am so delighted to have Eva with us today. And she's going to drop some pearls of wisdom and she's beautiful and fun. And we're going to hear from Kathy Keegan too. So welcome, welcome ladies. Yay. I'm so excited. We're all here. Thank you. We made it. Yay. Glad to be here. We made it. So, so Eva, let's just dive right in, right? Is that okay? Um, I would love to know a little bit about your why. Tell us like what you do, but even more importantly, like what had you start start it? Yeah, yeah. It certainly wasn't five years old when I said, I think I want to work with minerals. You know, it's not <laughs> <laughs> it's not something. <laughs> that you just decide you're going to do out of the blue. Um, no, I had a, uh, I was married very young and we had two children together and divorced. When you were five? That's a lot. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, I know. <laughs> Maybe that's why I was told I was infertile. I was trying too young. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got how, how early? At 20. 20. That's still early. Woo, that's, that's still early. really young. Yeah. And the, the person I married, we, we had our kids and then divorced shortly after that. And it, the, the why really came into view. Uh, you know, I had, I'd spent much of my adult life going, God, what am I supposed to do? You know, what is my purpose here? What, what, what should I be pursuing? And I kept hearing the answer of whatever you would like to do, as long as you're not hurting yourself or others, uh, we will tap you on the shoulder and let you know when we're ready to get you on the path. <laughs> and <laughs> that's pretty much what happened. So it was 12 wow. years had passed since I had divorced. And in that meantime, I had developed a bunch of chronic illnesses. I would say 30 different symptoms and diagnoses. And I looked for a solution Fun. for myself. <laughs> and one of them was insomnia. And since I was blessed with that, I was up at three o'clock in the morning and I found in some articles that really started to describe my experience in my body. And it was the chronic fatigue, the anxiety, the insomnia, the depression, the fibromyalgia, the itchy skin, the heart palpitations, the short-term memory loss, the hypothyroidism, the arthritis. Uh, I have forgotten more than I now remember. And it was overwhelming. But I found the mineral balancing to be the solution that got me not just to the 50% marker that most hmm, like weird diets can get you to. It was like, oh, I feel better on this diet, some relief. Right. It actually pushed me beyond that. And I decided I'm going to become a mineral balancing practitioner. So I did that. Cut to six months later. So this was in December of 2010 when I started it for myself. In about June of 2011, I'm on the phone with my ex-husband. And he's complaining to me. 
uh, how much problems he's got. I, I got hepatitis C, I've got heart prolapse, I have high blood pressure, and uh, doctor just says I have iron toxicity and diabetes. And I'm like, wow, all these things are related to mineral balancing. Why don't you send me some of your hair? We'll figure this out and we'll explain what the hair is for in a minute. <laughs> so, <laughs> did you do a voodoo doll with him? No. <laughs> things would have ended the in the, the, the divorce much differently. <laughs> Yeah, much differently uh, if I'd played with that. But it, it was uh, very eye-opening. And he said, no, he actually laughed at me. He says, I'm fine. My doctors have me. I'm on medication. He sure was. He was on 17 different medications. Two weeks later, I'm getting the phone call from the doctor uh, or from the hospital, actually. And they says, well, your ex-husband has passed away. He's gone. He had a massive heart attack at the age of 45. And oh he was my indeed. God on 17 medications. And so after it was after that moment of putting, that was the tap on the shoulder, right? Mm. It, it was after putting every, all of his affairs in order. So September 1st of 2011, I opened my doors for business because I had become a practitioner for a selfish reasons. I wanted sure. to save money on the program. <laughs> so it wasn't until I had this event that unfolded before me and I went, okay. And then it, the universe kind of, backed it up by making what I did for a living almost impossible to do. I said, nope, we want you to pursue this. So that's wow. my life. So powerful. Two weeks later, he died. I mean, oh my gosh. Wow. You just never so, know. There's just so much that we don't understand. You know, there is sort of what we consider to be sort of quote unquote tried and true. But one of the things that happens is you become an inadvertent pioneer because you nobody has a solution for you. Right. And so you have to start try to trying to find ways that work. And it's just so amazing. And I love, I mean, just send me your hair. Um, so I, I really, I do want to explore that a little bit more deeply because yes. I'd love to know a little bit more about that. Cause that's a great line. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Why would I want his hair? Um, he was already going bald. I wasn't going to make a doll with him or anything. It was just, you know, <laughs> was, so hair is where we find what the body has processed through. So we've heard the term, you are what you eat. And the result of that is found in our hair. And that's through the process of you eat, you drink, you breathe, your body makes more you with whatever you absorb in. We, I would like to say more better you, but sometimes it's more worse you because it is what you eat and your environment. So the leftovers get dumped into various cells, including fat tissues and soft tissues and connective tissues. But you get a portion of that that gets dumped. Dumped is that is just my term for saying it gets sent to by the body uh, in the, to the hair. It's your soft tissue, your soft tissues, your hair and your nails. And so if you've ever seen a cross section of a tree, you see the rings and you can tell, oh, this was a very moist year or this was a very arid year. You can tell what's going on environmentally with the tree by looking at the rings. And the hair is really no different. You're just looking at a very small, maybe a 30 day period worth of growth that gives you a trend of what's going on with the energy systems of your body. Wow. Yeah. I know. That's amazing. <laughs> did my head just explode on camera? It did. I watched it. I <laughs> And 
<laughs> you know what? I'm just going to laugh at my humanity because even though I believe in holistic stuff and I'm into healing and recovery and you name it, I've done it, colonics and green juice and fasting and detoxing and getting the metals out. Like I've done a lot of different things. And yet when you said that, you know, my, I had a thought, oh, I wonder what my hair would say about me. And then my second thought was, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. And I think that that is such a human thing. Like yeah. we're afraid and we, we were, we pre- predict it's probably going to be bad. I did have Doritos uh, yesterday, a small bag, but uh, it's one of my guilty, guilty pleasures. That's not even every week, but probably once I love Doritos. Month. I know they're, you know, but, and then my second one was like, I don't want to find out like, oh my God, what if, you know, but, and yet that's when you have the power, but I'm just laughing at, at the humanity of like, there's a part of us that wants to just put the head, our ostrich head in the sand, right? Like, do I really yeah. need to know? And, yeah. I, and, and, and Eva, your take on it is that we don't need to treat ourselves like we're sick. We're trying to treat ourselves like we're well. And I, right. I think that that has always been, I, I identify with that so much, Elaine. The thing is, I don't want to find out what I did wrong. I don't want someone to say, I see the Doritos right there. Well, for me, it's Cheetos. <laughs> for me, it's oh, Cheetos. I'm so glad I'm not the only one. The you know, white cheddar like, or the other Cheetos. With like the, the, I'm no, so glad. Yummy. I, yeah. I feel yeah. like I'm five years old. I Sometimes I'm like, Elaine, I cannot believe you're buying Doritos. Like, what is wrong with you? You're you have a five-year-old that needs Doritos. <laughs> I, you know, I've been in this intensive two day business retreat where I was like thinking, thinking, and I just wanted like, I don't know, a release, I guess it was my inner five-year-old, but yeah, I mean, I think a lot of us feel like, oh, I know I do so much wrong. I, it's better just to not find out. Well, I think what's worse, what's worse than that is that we are advertised to by, I don't know if they're well-meaning or if they just want our dollar, Probably all of these things that are labeled good for you. And so we're trying, we think we're doing good for us, but I can't tell you the number of times I receive an intake they're saying, oh, I eat really well. And then when I see the list of, show me an example of your breakfast, show me an example of your lunch, show me an example. It's like uh, white they, flour, sugar. Well, no, butter, I, mean, I would even go into saying like the nightshades are highly inflammatory for most people. And oh, I eat really well. I eat my vegetables, and the vegetables are all pretty much like corn, fruit. <laughs> yeah, corn and fruit. And I'm like, ne- neither of these things, you know, tomato's not a fruit. We know better than to put it in a fruit salad. We also know it's not a vegetable. So it's like, <laughs> you know, I love them. I feel, I always feel like it's one of the few things that's really healthy that I do love, but. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. so how do you turn that around so that it is, it's sort of that we can, we can embrace this, um, instead of, because it feels like a minefield. It's like, know this, know that it's more sort of, here's what you can have. And this is what you can do. Yeah. It's instead of a, a list of trying to remember, because who wants to sit at a restaurant with a menu in front of you and go now, what did Eva say I can have? <laughs> right. <laughs> You know. Or being one of those people that's like, I'd like to order off the menu, but I'm allergic to this, 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 this you know, like, oh, nightmare. Right. <laughs> Been there. I'm one of the people that has made ordering off the menu <laughs> easier, you know, because 25 years ago or so, I was the one asking, asking for gluten-free bread instead of the regular. And you know what they would bring me? More of the same bread <laughs> that had all the gluten in it. 
that's a that's a whole yeah i know so now we uh, actually know the difference and there's a, the, the gluten allergy is well known it just t- it took me people <laughs> like me <laughs> to start uh, asking for different things you but, were the trailblazer of yes, no gluten. one of them right <laughs> yeah you're right i mean it is it, it's it's daunting it's overwhelming so the idea is to give people a here's how to think not what to think mm. so if you can give them a framework of all right baby steps along the way and i know that if i eat ice cream or i have some doritos or some cheetos <laughs> it's just simply going to slow down my detox and the the healing of my system for a short while and then it will get back on track because the get body is right all yeah the body is always seeking to do the best it can for you it just it wants you know just like a construction site you have construction workers they have their tools they know work really well <laughs> others they know have been used by a few other guys and they pick it up and it doesn't quite hit you know you have to hit the button twice or whatever you know so it's like <laughs> that's the difference between eating a high quality food and something that isn't maybe as nutrient dense it's okay to do once in a while just don't overindulge Okay, cool. And so, Eva, tell us how you work with people. I'm, I'm just curious. Well, my Other practice- than like stealing their hair. No. I, I, I really, really, really wanted to, to have a practice that wasn't pinning me into my home or my office by having a, a just a, a barrage of people with, and appointments. I wanted freedom of my clientele. So, yeah. So I decided to work with this is June. June is famous on Hi, my June. Instagram. Yes. Yes. She's <laughs> say hello. Oh, June. Hello. You're beautiful. <laughs> oh, June is a beautiful black and white kitty. Yeah, she's also very jealous. Okay, so <laughs> how I work with people for the last 10 years has been I, I work from wherever I am, and so I have a travel company too. And if there's an internet service, I'm able to connect with my clients or something. It. It's fine. Yeah, because there's training involved. It's not just coaching and, and it's not just the hair test. There's a lot of this education around how to think, not what to think. And that mm. takes time. So the the business hasn't really been affected by COVID um, in 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 the way of how I do it. Uh, the cat just, keeps going. She, she the keeps cat wanting keeps coming across the screen. I <laughs> love loves, it. Oh my she god, she loves me. Yes, she's, she's a ham all night. She's like, she is a ham. all about me. <laughs> I'd love to see her sing like that. Okay. <laughs> If you're going to do this. All right. So one-on-one, I'm not necessarily driven or, or guided by HIPAA information. It's, it's more or less, I respect the boundaries of it. Sure. You know, it's probably very specific. It's very person. specific Absolutely. to that individual. Yeah. yeah. Every health plan is really as individualized as a person's thumbprint, you know, where they are in, and, and in relationship to their ideal body functioning is different for everybody. So you have to start at the closest, wherever they are, and then achieve that through small baby steps. So that's that's the how. It's one-on-one for anybody who does a, an assessment. And then I offer a corporate wellness group training. And so that involves lunch and learns, or, you know, in this case, day and age, it's all about webinars and giving people information like, look, cholesterol is not about how much fat you eat. It's about the sugar, you know, and it's, it's giving Ooh. them, I know that's a whole nother conversation. So <laughs> I'm like, Ooh. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, uh, these it, the, the questions, because you give people some information they've never heard before, or at least not through mainstream, and then the questions, the individual questions start coming. Like, what about oh, this? About yeah. Yeah. So it, it puts people on a, on a different track. I can't tell you the number of people who have reached back out to me after a corporate training, and they said, you know, my digestion has cleared up. I was gassy and bloated, and I would, like, belch up my, whole, my lunch throughout the whole afternoon, and I'd get so tired. I know it's gross, right? But that's the kind of stuff I hear, and that's the things that people experience. 
And that's the thing that can be easily corrected really quickly uh, with just a few minor tweaks to our daily process that we think is healthy. Mm. And I think, you know, just so many things that the idea of minor tweaks, the idea of providing information. And also I call that when I, when that happens, it doesn't happen that often with me. I call it the mealtime review uh, where I burp (laughs) up something later, but this is so so part of the reason we talk about this, because it's important to know what happens to all of us. I'm sorry. There's just, there's nobody out there that this didn't happen to at some point. So I'm just saying that, okay? Burping? What? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, and I think the idea of how we change, how we, how we do things, it is a matter of small tweaks having a huge impact. But a lot of times we don't feel it in the moment. So we've done this small thing and you think, oh, how could that really do something? But you learn over time that it does happen. So you can trust that in the beginning until you start to see the the positive effects. Yeah. Yeah. The the biggest button that I have in the world is when I have that conversation with someone and their retort is, well, it hasn't killed me yet. Mm. People say that. Wow. They do. My mother said that. My mom used to drink chlorinated water from the tap for years, and she would get the, the her cup off the counter and, and fill it up with her chlorinated tap water. Now, you need chlorine to take out all of the little bugs and so that you don't get sick from whatever the transfer is from the location where it came from, its source, all the way to you. But, you know, you can either get a filter or you can be the filter. Your choice. That is, like, that's my big takeaway. You That's can beautiful. get the filter or you can or be. be the filter. Wow. Wow. So if somebody wants to, um, you know, like maybe they're not ready to invest in one-on-one coaching with you, but they want to know more. Do you have like a blog? Do you, um, how do we listen yes. to more of you? <laughs> yes. Yes. To all of the above. So I, I have, I'm a host of two podcasts. And I have a blog, the blog, and where you can find a lot of my juicy bits of mic drop moments. <laughs> juicy bits. I love it. Juicy bits. Yeah. It's at theelevateinstitute.com. And all the places where I have been interviewed, great interviews like with you ladies today, I put on a separate list. Uh, cool. in, and become, they become my blog. And then I've, I have articles, of course, that are <clears throat> part of the blog. But it's, it's all meant to challenge and make you think differently. So the podcast can be found on <clears throat> iTunes and most places you listen and and the one I produce is called when doctors say we don't know I love that name when doctors say we don't know I mean Mm. that says so much well it happens so much more than you realize you start to realize how these you know a doctor's practice is called a practice Right? It's not what? perfect. <laughs> right. The doctor's perfect. No, it's such a good point, Kathy. I, you know, one reason I love hanging out with you is I learned Kathy Keegan is one of the smartest, funniest people I've ever met. And she's always like, you know, I'm reading this book. Like she reads like five <laughs> books at a time. And yes. every time I talk to her, she has like a whole new level of like learning about stuff. And I'm always like, every time I talk on the phone with her, I'm like, really? Wow. But I love how you pay attention to words. But yeah, it's a practice. Such a good practice. It's a yoga practice. It's a doctor's Mm. practice, which isn't very comforting if you think about it. No. My doctor's going to practice on me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Eva. (laughs) 
Oh, I mean, on, just on, on that note, is I think we also put way too much pressure on doctors to yeah. know everything. Well, we want them to fix us. You're supposed to know, and you should just <laughs> be able to fix me. Yeah, except except they they exclude in their uh, let me let me just say this it's really localized to um uh, western medicine sure. methodology so yes. when you go outside of western medicine and in, into europe into china into other countries and other cultures right when i so it's isn't the, the podcast i learned this on the podcast i had a, a guest who was a um a trained doctor from Europe who came to the United States and she was blown away at the separation of mm. medicine, holistic medicine, alternative complementary. Yep. And she's like, I, I asked her, I said, so how was it having the mindset of holistic thinking going into medical school in Europe and, and being exposed to just medicine? And she says, I think you have a misunderstanding about what we learn in other medical schools. Uh, we don't separate them all of that is considered medicine. So that's one of the reasons why I say all medicine is good. It's just about appropriateness of the kind and type. And mm. So, you know, that, that became very clear. It's an inclusive conversation I have with these people. It's doctors, it's practitioners like myself, it's patients who are still on their healing journey. And I learned so much about how people can get beyond diagnosis. And mm. a lot of it is mindset. And if we can stop listening to just doctors and saying things like, well, we don't know, that's great. Thank you for the good news that it's all in my head because I need to look elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Right. And Well, I think it's right. also about take, taking responsibility too, you know, because, um, yeah. you know, I had three addictions, right? It, it was food, it was drugs, it was alcohol. And uh, and now it's hot yoga, but I haven't been in a year. <laughs> but, um, uh you, you know, especially like with food, like there's, you, you eat this thing and it becomes part of you. Like it's such an intimate thing compared to like a gambling issue or a shopping issue or, you know, and it's, and I mean, food is so wrapped up in culture, ritual, holiday, you know, and, and it's so important, but there's so much misinformation and I, you know, I watched uh, Katie Couric had this movie Fed Up. And it was all about childhood obesity. And um, and I used to speak on college campuses about eating disorders and body image and all the heavy, dark stuff. But I, I used comedy to keep people awake. <laughs> but, um, you know, just it was heartbreaking because you followed these families and they thought they were doing they were like, well, we got the light crackers like they just um, it's hard if somebody's trying to educate themselves. I can see how it's really confusing. Yeah, it's and really confusing with the labels and is it really organic and what does that mean in this state? Right? There's just so much. I remember when we were, you know, growing up. I dad was a social worker, so you know, income was you know we weren't rolling in it by a long shot, <laughs> and <laughs> and I was so attracted to brand names. They held such a lure for me, you know, that because we always bought generic and I thought that was because we were poor. And so you start to make connections that kind of don't have anything to do with anything because it's not even so much about the brand name. It's about what you might have in your cart. And that it, it just took a long time. You know, for example, we mixed our milk growing up. Now, milk is a whole other topic, I know, but... We would mix it with non-fat. So we, we never had whole too. milk. <laughs> yeah. and, oh, my God. And it was like, I didn't know I, we would that. just 
if we had to mix the milk, I would take swigs from the thing, from the the bottle, because I wanted to taste what whole milk was like. Mm. And for years, when we left our house, if you went and visited any of my siblings, we had real butter, half and half for your coffee, and whole milk. And, and again, that didn't stem from anything except that we just never got to have it. And there was something alluring about it because we didn't have it. You know, and wow. it, it's, it's, I can't believe people mix their milks. I, you're oh. a milk mixer. Yes. Wow. My, my mom used to get the non-fat powdered milk and mix it with 1%. Now, yeah. here's the crazy thing. Oh, yeah, like we need gross. We need fat. I know it's gross. This was back, though, when when it was believed that fat was the root of all evil. The enemy, yeah. The enemy, yeah. And it's not. You need you need fat in order to Good, process your protein. Good, because I have quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have to be able to, to process your protein, and without it, your protein putrefies in your gut, and then you end up with gut, gut intestinal problems. So, <clears throat> yeah, the, the 0% and the non-fat, it's not healthy. Another thing that we've been advertised to. So yeah. crazy. And I know, like, I, I don't know if it was in the 90s when they started saying fat was bad and they yeah. took it out of things. So then nothing had flavor. So that's when they added more sugar. Right. And, you know, it, it's so crazy. And I, I remember being at the CVS and this older guy was getting, he was asking questions about what was the healthiest, like, thing to get. And you had some insure. And that has, like, oh. so much sugar. And, and I remember trying to explain to him like and I was not shaming you know I was just like oh I know it's confusing but actually you can make your own smoothies at home if you have this this and this like cracks me up Miss Doritos here giving advice but you know and and then somebody else started talking to him and I could tell he was just like and he just took the insured and bought that because it was there and I feel like how many times do people make that choice a day? Well, yeah, and it's just too overwhelming with the information and what's real and what's not and who's, you know. And, and also so, the yeah. location. It's like, you know, you as a comedian, read the room. You're in a CVS. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they have groceries, but it's mostly the kind that you want on impulse. Right. But what's, what's crazy about that is... Insure is given out like candy from the hospitals to people recovering from surgery or going through cancer treatment. Why do they do that? Isn't it like so bad for them? Yes. Tons of sugar. Absolutely. Tons of sugar. I mean, I read the ingredient list. My mom was going through her, her cancer treatment. She had pancreatic cancer Mm. and she had a bunch of this insure in packs. And I says, where did all this insure come from? You're not buying this crap, are you? And she's like, oh no, no, no. The hospital gave it to me. And this is common. It is so common. And I, again, it's a push of products, commerce, you know, somebody from insure said, Hey hospital, these are considered nutritional product. Let's give them to all of your patients as they exit. Oh, and then who pays for that? You know, like, well, and don't uh, get me started. Yeah. And don't get me started on food in hospitals. You know, that's the other thing. Again, it's this complete (laughs) disconnect. Yeah. Food should be part of your healing process. Yes. You know, and the stuff that they give you, your your choices are like jello. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sugar-free jello. 
Uh, which has aspartame and oh god so oh my and so there is there is a lot of disconnection and you know i'm just wondering eva in your practice are there any trends or things that you see that because of course every person is different and that's the beauty of being able to work with you is to because we do need customization we're complex beings if we were complement if we were complicated you'd just like remove my ear and put a new one on but we're not we're complex (laughs) Um, that's a very, we should very, we do that with my butt. <laughs> that's probably not a very good description. <laughs> well, what are you, Miss Potato Head? <laughs> kind of. Yeah, really. We want to be, I think we want to be like, hey, give me a new body. And, and then give me the I'll pill, take, I'll take me the body. Care. How much does the this thing cost? Is, Let's do if it. I, right. If you continue living and thinking the same way and doing the same things to your body today that, that, that got you here, if I you give will. you a brand new body, yeah, you're going to end up back on my doorstep in about five years. Right. See you soon. <laughs> <laughs> right. And one of the things we were talking about before we got on air was, you know, this is a beautiful quote from uh, her official bio. So she has several, she has her bio and then the official bio. And Eva said, oh, I should have let you read that. I'm sorry. Through coaching and retreat experiences, one can create lasting shifts for a higher quality of life that far outlasts the time invested. And what did you say to that, Eva? It was beautiful. <laughs> well, I love my clients, but I want you out of here so that I can make room for or more people who need my help. Like, see ya. <laughs> yeah, it's not about getting a client for life. It's about creating a mindset that duplicates how I mm. overcame my 30 different symptoms and diagnoses and became, I guess you can consider a healthy person. I look and feel better and more vital than I did 10 years ago. And I started You're gorgeous. Sure. You're gorgeous. Well, thank you. Thank you. And uh, so if I can duplicate uh, even a little bit of that and, right. and hand it off to somebody and call it a gift, I, that's that's my job. That's what I'm here to do is provide that disconnect between my doctors have me, I'm on medications, I'll be fine, don't worry about me, and then dying two weeks later. Oh, mm. my God. That doesn't make sense to me. And you know what? He was, in the, he was in the hospital trying to get rid of kidney stones, which is another thing that minerals being imbalanced in the body create. So it's like I, I knew all of these things that he had could be helped by what I offered. And I just wow. got too late. Got, got to too, late. too late. So, so okay. So, so even so you, so you talked about the podcast. So if yes. somebody's like, oh my God, I think I need her. Um, what's your website? It's the elevate institute.com. Okay. Yep. And on the front page, you'll see a button that says, yes, reveal it to me. I offer a free Chinese face reading. Oh, so what is that? So that is my eyes on your selfie, no makeup. So you're going to have to be a little brave. And I need to see the space and around your eye, your waterline, above your eye, your eyebrows, your nose. All of that area gives me insight as to what's going on with your heart, your liver, your kidneys, your spleen. Yeah, you can see all of these things as well as are you living in your purpose? So I can give you a little report. And if you want help on how to reverse the stress that is caused, that's creating all of these things and the inflammation around the eyes and whatnot that I see, then I offer a, a free 20-minute phone call where so we can create your That program. is awesome. I love it. So people take a selfie of themselves? Yeah. 
No makeup. Okay. Because no I was like, that would be fun to do with Kathy. And I could like, we could all do it on Zoom. And I could like, we could be like, oh my God, Kathy. And then she could do me. But maybe it's probably better to not well, do I, that I put, live. I put, you know, I'm I'm just loaded with makeup here. You know, this <laughs> face doesn't look like this from nothing, sister. You look fabulous today. <laughs> you, you're sparking my joy. You're sparking my joy. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, and I, you know, Eva, uh, uh, you know, I, I was just wondering, do you see, are there any sort of other than what we already know, but like alarming trends that you see in person after person? Are there certain things that you see over and over again? Yeah. The, the biggest one has been the change in the type of water we drink. As, as soon as Nestle water. took over water uh, and they started to pour into our, our offices with all of this reverse osmosis water. I noticed less and less hydration. Reverse osmosis water in particular is not hydrative. And so it just goes, you know, if you've ever had reverse osmosis water, in fact, all all bottled water has a label on it. It has an an ingredient list and it has to tell you how it it got to you, how it's processed. Um, I've noticed that. So you can see that under the eyes. It's a very, very dark. dark. People think, oh, that's Mediterranean blood. Nope, it's dehydration. Um, So that's one. Yeah. The other one is uh, copper toxicity is an environment that I find that creates the the whole issue and underlying problem that people have very common one of hypothyroidism. People think, oh, the doctor, doctors fixed me. I have now my diagnosis. I'm hyperthyroid. I take my Synthroid or whatever they've been diagnosed, whatever they've been given, you know, over the counter or prescription rather to cure it. Uh, they're not curing it. It's a Band-Aid. You can actually correct because I did it. I did it for myself. I do it all the time for my clients. You can correct the imbalance in the thyroid and get off of medication. It is, is not that- meant to be lived with. So mm. from too much copper, like people ate pennies? Like what? what I know. They... Isn't that funny? Okay. So copper is a nutrient mineral we're supposed to have in our body. For women, okay. it, it is the most important and vital mineral to help process our um, hormones for reproductive organs, right? So we're talking about our fertility, our PMS, our mm. <laughs> these things that have been road, road rage with women is on the, on the rise. Well, maybe. What do you mean? No. Copper toxicity. <laughs> Somebody, somebody had a death ray in her car because she needed to get out her anger. I, it wasn't a real death ray, but it was a button that said death ray on it that when I was driving, I used to turn on and on and on and on and on and on and on to get out my frustration because I had had a road rage incident where someone almost drove me off the road. And I knew I'm going to have to be creative about this or I'm going to die. And then I went to see a therapist. So the death ray wasn't the be all end all. I had some issues I needed to work out, but definitely it was <laughs> anyway. Copper. Yeah. yeah wow. Copper can be very inflammatory uh, in within the body. It can create the feelings of anxiety. It can be, it can contribute to definitely big time to the depression. Um, all, all kinds of issues. Okay. Especially, I'm, yeah. I have to, I have to find you. Have, <laughs> so, I'm, I'm going to be stalking you. It's, it's, it's time. I'll let you. It's permission stalking, my dear. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much. This has been amazing. And I I mean, I could talk on and on and on, but I I know we have to wrap up soon. Kathy, is there anything, any other question you wanted to ask or? Well, I just, the thing I want to say is Eva, I love that you bring this truly holistic approach Mm. and the mindset approach. It's, it's just thinking everything through and there is no greater gift than a person being seen one-to-one and their oh, complexity being seen 
and heard by somebody else. I, I just think that is beautiful what you do. I'm so grateful that you were able to join us today and tell us about what you're doing because there are a lot of people pioneering things out here that you may say, oh, well, that's not in the quote unquote mainstream. The thing is, there's nothing mainstream about, about any of us except what has been manufactured or created, right? Mm. And so it's really, really important to pay attention to who you are and what you need and to seek out those people who can help you. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah, I, I think I always think coaching, it, it's such sacred work. You know, the getting to work with somebody one-on-one, I just think is, there's such a beautiful trust. And I, I just, I love it. I love the work that you're doing. And speaking of amazing sacred work, Kathy Keegan is like the most cool, fabulous coach and speaker. She has, her mission in life is to end needless workplace suffering. And so she's done a lot of stuff in corporate. Her background is HR, wealth management, improv. But she's also really good if you're struggling working at home. Mm. And, you know, I work for myself and sometimes my boss is horrible. So she helps me with, uh, we have to go to HR at home when I'm at home and we talk to my HR person and, uh, you know, we get things ironed out. But anyway, we've had to make a funny joke. Very productive discussions. I feel like, (laughs) I think, I feel like we're really getting into a good place. HR and no, in that. So if you want to find out more about her amazing coaching and support, uh, go to kathykeegan.com. That's K-A-T-H-Y-K-E-E-G-A-N. Yeah. And Kathy, wow, you-, you can spell my name after all this time. And, <laughs> I, and I'm so grateful for that. And, and here's the one thing to say is if um, I'm going to say a four-letter word and you write down your reaction to it, and the word is work. And just see what you think about that. You know, what is your relationship to that? And that's where mm. I can help you. Now, if you want to look <laughs> as spanking good on camera as we do, for those of you <laughs> listening, um, and if you also want someone to help you with your story and dig deeper, because the thing that Elaine helped me with, she helped me be me. She helped me be me. Not presentational, Kathy, but me. My stories mm. all. And there is nothing like working with Elaine. Elaine's energy, when you start working with her, it, it just feels like a big warm blanket wrapped around you. She's just Aww. her energy when she says hello to you. It's like, I'm supported. And so um, <laughs> you really want to reach out to Elaine at CaptivateTheCrowd.com. All C's. Thank you. Except for Thank Elaine. You. There are no C's in Elaine. No seasoning. And I have a really cool <laughs> camera confidence checklist and also a video plan content creation. I have so many cool handouts, but thank you ladies so much. This has been just a blast, Eva. I cannot wait. I'm definitely going to get my face red and, uh, and we'll, I, we will talk about it. I'm sure on here. Thanks again for your, the work that you do, both of you. I, I love you bo- both. And, um, bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Yay. You made it to the end. Thank you so much for listening. We're so excited you were here. Feel free to reach out at stillhumanpodcast at gmail.com or Kathy at kathykeegan.com or Elaine at captivatethecrowd.com. See you next time.